Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of the Cannabis Review. I'm delighted to be joined in this episode by Penelope Hamilton from the cannabis community over in New York. How are you keeping, Penelope? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for taking your time. I know you're a busy lady. So we want to, we, uh, Ireland has an affinity with New York. So we have much as an interest that's happening in New York, I think, as we do that's happening in Europe. So it's great to have an expert of your caliber on to give everybody a quick little overview. Do you want to maybe give everybody a quick little brief of what the cannabis community is and the objective and how you came to be at it? Certainly. Uh, we are an online community that um, was built onto Facebook and really uh, designed for a safe place for free information. Uh, the community members can talk with each other. It is private. And we're also advocates and, you know, really try to be a voice for them and hear their concerns. And we're um, an online media and news company. So we have um, directory listings shows i'm a content creator and you know the, the director of community engagement so keeping the people uh informed is basically what i do okay excellent so we, we have a, a lady with a wealth of knowledge now in front of us so i'm going to jump straight into things uh first topic i want to talk about was navigating regulation and policy in new york mm -hmm. um Obviously, it's, it, it's a huge myriad of different uh, sectors and different licenses. Can you give maybe everybody a quick brief of the mandate for the Office of Cannabis Management? Are, are they the licensed applicant receivers? Are they in charge of taxation? What's the exact uh, uh, job of that board? Sure. Um, our legislation was signed um, March 31st of 2021. And it took quite a long time for this Office of Cannabis Management to be formed. Our legislation, the MRTA, the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act, was the building blocks, the foundation of how we would legalize and what types of licenses, et cetera. And then the Office of Cannabis Management is written into that to establish the rules and the regulations of how it would all play out, you know, in person when we all get to actually apply. So they are developing the regulations, um, helping with the, the local laws, building out those license applications, every little detail of how legalization will work in New York State. Okay, amazing. So in terms of the license applications over here, it would be if you've got a bar or a gambling institution it looks as if that's kind of the the structure that people who are applying for cannabis license would apply under is that similar in new york or is there a whole separate entity where people apply for every type of cannabis license from retail to cultivation to purification and uh, lab work we have yeah. all separate licenses so there'll be nine different licenses open for the public and it is sort of being paralleled, you know, just like our alcohol and tobacco. So, but it's not um, the same organization. This Office of Cannabis Management is brand new. So this is something that has to be built out. And then there's little, you know, um, groups, subgroups under that for advisory and, and such too. Um, so there's um, all separate licenses that, that we'll have going out for each. Um, and very specific that it will not be vertical. Uh, which is, you know, seed to sale in New York State for the large organizations, but we will have seed to sale available for a micro license so that the smaller individuals can get involved and, you know, offer a, a craft product. 
Yeah, well, I think that having the barriers to the big MSOs just coming in and trying to gobble up the big market, it's Canada, I think, has proved that that vertical integrated model doesn't succeed when you have caliber craft, craft growers and a number of mm. uh, highly motivated entrepreneurs can't uh, be stopped creating new products. Another thing I wanted to ask you about is taxation over New York. Does that fall under the IRS purview? Or again, does the new Office of Cannabis Management have the power to go and uh, retrieve taxes that are owed to the state? So, I mean, the tax base was written into the legislation, that MRTA, and it's being collected at different um, different areas. Some is at um, different steps. You know, it's not all at the at the retail throughout the process of it being grown, processed. So there's different taxes that's applied, and then it's uh, collected and sent into the state. Um, and then the counties will actually, you know, collect and send into their states as well. And to be honest, that is as far as my knowledge on the taxation, um, yeah. you know, piece would be. And have they released figures of what the kind of numbers that they're going to tax at? Or is this still to be determined before the first retail stores open up in, in autumn? Yes, we do have it exact. You know, we do know we do know what percent will go to uh, counties and, and any town. Um, that opted out of specific retail or consumption site lounges, they will not be getting uh, their piece of the tax revenue either. So That's an interesting uh, stipulation. I think you might have a couple of votes down the line to bring that law back in when they see the revenue that's gone into the legalized territories. Possibly, yes. And they do have that option. They can easily opt back in. <laughs> so... Um, so next thing I wanted to talk about was community engagement. Uh, how do you see the industry over in New York at the moment? Is there a flourishing local scene in the different five boroughs? Is there a, a individual companies you kind of see leading the way? We saw some of the Columbia Care purchase there recently. Uh, what's your overview of the community in New York at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of um, scratching our heads, just watching too, because like you, you just said, the Columbia being, um, you know, purchased. So a lot of changing hands, what's happening with Etain. So a lot of questions out there, who's going to dominate. And that's a lot of, you know, and a lot of negative talk too. A lot of them don't want those registered organizations or those multi-state to be monopolizing. But I think we're going to have some, some good competition in New York especially because we have those smaller licenses and we're seeing a lot of action across the entire state from east to west with uh, the legacy market right now too. They're calling it a gray area. So a lot of people are setting up shop and they're really not quote unquote legal. <laughs> so. And are you excited now? Have they given an exact date for the first retail stores to open up in New York? Because I'm sure there's a number of European uh, travelers who are frequent visitors to New York who this is going to be the icing on the, the cake to a trip to New York now for the future. Oh, I'd love to be able to tell you a date, but no, we do not have an exact date. We are just still trying to form the actual regulations on how to set these license applications up. So we have a few things that are going faster. Social equity was written into our MRTA as a th the main objective here in New York State. So we're trying to take our time and see if we can get those uh, social equity 
that 50% are supposed to go to a social equity applicant of our licenses throughout the state. So it's taking a little bit of extra time trying to get some things, you know, to go in the right direction. Yeah, well, I think that shows that equity piece is a great uh, nuance for investors who might have been getting into the industry. There's certain individuals now who will have access to capital that may not have had access to capital purely on the distinct that they've got access to a license of head of uh, uh, standardized companies, which I think is a good thing across the board. Yeah, just trying to lower some barriers. You know, so New York's trying to get very creative, even as far as helping to fund grants, teaching uh, you know, really to be there and guide them. Don't want people to fail. Yeah, a good educational program now, I think, is essential for getting everybody up to speed on all the different do's and don'ts for the industry. Definitely. Yeah. And it's it's still so, like I said, so many questions. You know, we, we know these are written in all these different little um, programs and what we would like to do, but it's just not formed yet. So everything is, we, we say we're, you know, building the plane as we're flying it. So, you know, and it's so true. And do you see, in your opinion, do you see a certain specific uh, market in New York? Is it going to be uh, flour? Is it going to be vapes? Is it going to be edibles? Do you think it'll be health and wellness? Where do you think the, the biggest sector is going to be in that market? Or is it going to be tourism? Just a casual footfall going by a dispensary down in the midtown or up in? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think tourism is going to be huge. I do. And I would also say flower. I think we're going to see New York, um, possibly really stand out with their, uh, craft flower, like they did with their craft breweries and our wine, uh, country. Because if you look at the rest of the state, we're agricultural based. So I think we're going to have some very, um, well, talented, may we say, um, you know, cultivation in New York State. Yeah, having lived there for a number of years, I definitely know for a fact that there's going to be a number of different genetics, I think, that come mm -hmm. out of New York that are going to become popular global strains and it'll emanate from some little basement in Brooklyn or the Bronx or something like that. It won't emanate from some lab in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, we're counting on that. We're, we definitely have some wonderful legacy uh, strains already. So I'm sure the genetics are going to continue. At least that's our hope. <laughs> and have you guys seen a CBD market over there? Is, there the, is the ability to buy CBD flour legal over there? Or is it just going from illegality straight away into all consumption of everything? It, it is. Um, we really did have to fight on that regulation because they did not want us to have flour for quite a while to be sold to people. So the compromise was no pre-rolls for the hemp products for CBD flour, but you can sell the actual flour. So. Okay, very interesting. Um, it's is What are you looking forward to most now over the first nine months? Is it the opening of the retail stores or is there something specific that we need to know about that's going to be happening in New York? Um, I, you know, this isn't to do with licensing, but I think I'm most excited about seeing our people be able to grow and cultivate their own cannabis because with our legislation, um, all Adults 21 years and older are going to be able to grow their own cannabis plants at home. So okay. I, I, I got to be honest, that's my most exciting, uh, you know, 
wait. Yeah, that's incredible. You've got uh, the potential for millions of young botanists to be able to to have their own plant. And is that a limit? Is there a specific amount of plants that each individual person is allowed to grow? Is there uh, any rule set around that, or is it just limited to a certain amount of plants and you can do everything else yourself? It is limited. And again, they're still working on a lot of the regulations. So, and that is not going to be allowed until after the first retail sales uh, begin. So, um, you know, it's going to be a little while. Medical patients will be able to grow first. And we're only looking at three immature and three mature plants per adult right now and 12 maximum per home, per household. But a lot of people aren't going to be able to grow or won't want to. We don't feel it'll be a competition. We're just trying to help, um, you know, stop those those sales that have, have been going on and have more access so that people who maybe can't afford their medicine can now be able to grow their own. So, Well, it's been absolutely thr thrilling talking to you. A wealth of information. For anybody else who wants to check more about the Canada's community, the website is down below. I recommend checking it out. They're a great source of knowledge and information in the burgeoning New York scene. Penelope, thank you very much and have a great rest of your day. Well, thank you very much and you as well. <laughs> Cheers. Chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.